Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2603. Nine Things We Should Never Minimize by Lisa Aveon with becomingminimalist.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. And we keep this intro nice and minimal for Minimalist Monday, so let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Nine Things We Should Never Minimize by Lisa Aveon with becomingminimalist.com. As minimalists, we strive for less stuff to experience more life. We learn how to detach from our possessions, limit technology, set boundaries with our commitments, and manage our finances with more intention. Our schedules get pared down to the most important appointments. We open our calendars for family time, meeting with a friend, reading, or pursuing a passion. Simplicity becomes our goal. We learn to ask ourselves important questions before adding any item to our life. How can this make my life easier? And will this cause more freedom or hold me back? Simplicity takes more intention than renting a storage unit, so we learn to value the weight of every decision. The value of an item or experience becomes more than a price tag or a great story to tell at a cocktail party. Minimalism is not for the half-hearted. Minimalism is a journey of heart and soul. It's a deep dive into the core of what we believe about who we are where we find value, our purpose, and our passion. These are incredibly personal and difficult mountains to climb. A compass and hatchet aren't necessary tools to make the journey. This matter of the heart requires that we take great care to cut the non-essentials and cultivate the things we should never minimize. It's how we maximize the benefits of minimalism. Here are nine things that should never fall victim to our minimalist pursuit. Number one, relationships. We should never commit so intently to this outlier way of life that we alienate our family, faithful friends, or the potential new positive relationships. There may be a time when minimizing harmful or unhealthy relationships is appropriate. However, minimalism isn't about living a reclusive or withdrawn existence. We minimize to unclutter our lives from that which robs our time and energy from investing in the most important people in our lives. Number two, community. Living with less should never mean less community. In fact, living with less opens our lives to more community and opportunity to live alongside others, minimalist or not. Our community, those outside our immediate family, but who share in our activities around home, school, work, church, or neighborhood, should benefit from our life of less. 
the amount of time we gain, the items that can be reused or repurposed by someone in need, and the hospitality we offer in less crowded homes are practical ways to intentionally live in community. Number three, gratitude. I believe that the greatest expression of gratitude is minimalism. When one is truly grateful for what matters most, no amount of possessions could change that contentment. A room full of gadgets and toys or forgotten impulse purchases steals our gratitude by complicating our lives. To live a life of gratitude, we recognize that the essentials are enough and we can experience how they enhance our existence. Gratitude isn't being thankful for what you have, it's believing what you have is enough. Number four, empathy. We don't like to admit it, but when we have a strong belief about the way we live, sometimes we minimize our empathy for those who live differently. Becoming minimalist is never a destination. It's a journey of minimizing the outside influences. But non-minimalists are not outsiders, they're people. They're potential inspiring mentors, faithful leaders, guides, and peacemakers. The way we treat others who struggle with the burden of stuff will either maximize their value to us or minimize our value to them. Choose wisely. Number five, generosity. Minimalism is not an excuse to not be generous. It's the greatest excuse to be more generous. Ridding our lives of excess offers the obvious opportunity to donate or rehome our possessions that can be useful to someone. But there are other not-so-obvious reasons we should never minimize generosity. We create more space to offer our home, time, meals, service, and gifts to others. Our unburdened schedules allow more investments in relationships, more family building, and more financial resources. Our minds are free of stressors, so we can create more and share more of our talents. Need less, give more. Number six, education. I spoke with a middle-aged woman recently who is, in her words, pursuing a useless graduate degree. I felt sad that she perceived her educational pursuit was for nothing. Education in any form, when applied, enriches our lives to greater understanding, empathy, and action. To minimize our education is to minimize our potential to change the world. For any educational investment, we gain, at the very least, a deepened capacity to think and to relate to the world bustling around us. Number seven, dreams. Our passions and dreams often end up on the chopping block when we're overwhelmed with crammed calendars and suffocated by our stuff. Minimalism should never stifle the life-giving joys in our life. When we release our attachment to stuff and busyness, we have more time and energy to pursue and participate in our passions. If we ever feel the need to minimize the very thing that makes us come alive, we've lost sight of who we are. Minimalism creates space for the development of our dreams and passions, and we then realize the burden our stuff has over us. Number eight, forgiveness. If you've ever been in any kind of relationship that has lasted more than a few days, you know that forgiveness is part of life. If we minimize our capacity to forgive, we can never hope to grow or change. Significant relationships demand repentance and forgiveness. Ruth Bell Graham said, quote, marriage is a union of two good forgivers, end quote. I believe that's true of any relationship. Minimizing the value of forgiveness will kill our capacity for genuine connection. And number nine, joy. 
The absence of joy is often caused by our inaccurate source of value. The more we buy, the less happy we are. It may seem depressing to live a life with less, but that's only because we haven't freed ourselves from the chains of believing our value comes from what we own. Less stuff is more joy. To free ourselves from comparisons and the joy-killing value system of a broken world, the answer lies in the freedom of minimalism. How are you maximizing the benefits of minimalism? You just listened to the post titled Nine Things We Should Never Minimize by Lisa Aveyan with becomingminimalist.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Thank you to Lisa. With relationships and community, as she said, there are definitely times when it makes sense to minimize. We've heard articles talking about toxic relationships and that sort of thing. But community and the social aspect of our lives is a huge part of our lives. In fact, on my brother's podcast, Optimal Health Daily, You'll often hear about these areas in the world where they live the longest. They're called the blue zones. And actually, one of the few blue zones is not too far from where I am in California. And when they research these spots, one of the main factors in common between the blue zones is this sense of community and fostering of relationships. Now, I'm saying this, someone with a smaller group of friends and someone who is a big introvert. So I'm sharing this information with you as much as for myself but it's important for us to remember to keep a close group that we can rely on. And if that means forming new relationships to make up for lost ones over time, that's totally fine. It's not easy, but really important. So keep fostering those relationships. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where your optimal life awaits.